This podcast is for educational purposes only and not medical science. Please consult your healthcare provider before adopting any health-related program. There is no guarantee or assurance that the following advice given here will diagnose, treat, prevent, or cure any diseases. Listeners should understand that they are responsible for the actions they take or do not take as a result of listening to this podcast. Welcome to A's Vibrantly Tips Podcast, where we bring information and real life tips to you in little bites so that you can age vibrantly. I'm Marcy Cody of MarcyCodyRN.com, been a registered nurse and faith-based longevity enthusiast for over 20 years. I'm a best-selling author of 90 Ways to Age Vibrantly, a baby boomer's devotional journal, and I'm a healthy habit honing specialist and international motivational speaker in the Les Brown's inner circle. My fork in the road was when my husband was diagnosed with cancer the year we were married, 1999. That's when I started my wellness research, and glory to God, he is a cancer conqueror. He says the big C is Christ, and ask him how he's doing, he'll tell you he's doing great for the rest of his life. Since then, my purpose on earth is to encourage faith leaders to be excellent stewards of God's holy temple, to be a temple renovator instead of desecrator, feeding your faith more than your face. It's possible to be alive, sharp, independent, impactful, and spry way past 65. It's not about willpower or discipline. It's about creating sustainable, healthy habits and abandoning self-sabotaging habits. Faith over fear. Today, our guest is Mary Elizabeth. Gonzalez. She is a mother, a grandmother, sister, author, entrepreneur, and influencer. In the process of losing 147 pounds, she gained so much that she never expected. She gained confidence, self-worth, and a whole lot of self-love. Through her journey, she found her calling, something she didn't even know she had or thought she was worthy of. But God had plans for her. Not only did she realize that she had a purpose, she found herself walking in it. For the first time in her life, she's living and not just existing. She's here wanting to live in the wealth of her light and spread it to those who need it and can heal from it. This journey has allowed this new woman to inspire, affect change, and be the change that she wants to see in the world. Who would have thought that a Latina at 50, whose side hustles train her to be Come a successful businesswoman with just one semester of college under her belt. This journey has also allowed her to become a best-selling author whose story can relate to those who have suffered from obesity, loneliness, and depression, who have been through toxic relationships. This same woman also prays that her story creates standards for the younger generation of future wives to learn at an early age to focus on her dreams and let everything else just happen 
as God has intended. Her story is one that will give you hope and remind you that it's never too late to create the happiness you deserve without having to be validated by others. Let's welcome Mary Elizabeth to Age Vibrantly Tips podcast. Hello, Marcy. Thank you so very much. Uh, Wow, what an intro. Thank you so much for the opportunity. Thank you for thinking of me to do this with you. And I'm truly inspired by you. And 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 thank you again for having me here. It's, it's, it's a blessing and an honor. So thank you so very much. Well, you know, we met on TikTok. And yeah. we've been following each other ever since. It's been, what, about almost a year, maybe. Yeah, it's been about a year and and it's amazing how social media, you know, we see each other and we begin to attract what we, you know, what we put out there in the universe and something about your energy was, I'm, I'm, I'm like her. I, I like her. Not only am I like her, I like her. And, um, <laughs> and it was just a following sense and it's, and it's been a beautiful journey. You know, we, we see each other, what we're doing, where we're at. And I'm very proud of you and where you've come and what you've done and, and the scheme of things in a short period of time, you know. And so, yeah, that's where we started was on Facebook. Yeah. And TikTok. And we both have put <laughs> books out this year. So we got a lot in common, actually. I dropped 75 pounds in 2019. Wow. And I just... I'm just excited to have you. And it's not really just about weight loss, I know, because as Mm -hmm. you mentioned, it's about confidence. It's about taking care of God's temple. You know, we're stewards of his, this body that he gave us and we have to treat it. Dennis Waitley said that if you love yourself, you will treat yourself like a magnificent space machine traveling through this life in the best possible shape. And so, yeah, so it's more than just weight, you know, it's mental, it's spiritual. It's also financials. You don't have to buy new clothes every two months. (laughs) 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 Okay, okay, well, let's get into our, (laughs) let's get into our, in the beginning, When did you decide to make a healthy lifestyle your priority? And what was the fork in the road that led you on the wellness path? And what was the journey from the start to where you are now? Mm, mm, mm. It's, uh, wow. You know, you, you, I got to the point where I was tired of being tired. Um, I had just lost my mother. Um, lost my grandmother five years prior to that. And the marriage was, I was just mentally gone for years already. And I was tired of it. Didn't know what to do. And in a moment where I found my war room woman in a closet in my room, you know, I, I was done. I was tired. I, my left arm was beginning to tingle. My chest was beginning to hurt. And I already knew the symptoms of what was about to go down. And, uh, I had a phone in my hand with 911 dialed in it and I 
you know, go into my closet and sit on top of a pile of shoes with my face buried in a pillow, just crying and praying. What do I do now? What do I do now? Where do I go next? I say, God, help me. And I started talking to mom. I says, as much as I love you, I don't think I need to see you just yet. And not knowing what I needed to do, just that I needed to get healthy. I was um, 297 pounds and just exhausted, exhausted. Um, I don't remember passing out or if I fell asleep in my closet, um, awoke the next morning, uh, early morning, and only to find the phone in my hand with still 911 on it. And I thought, here's an opportunity, you know, I woke another day. Um, and so I got myself up, opened the door. And when I opened that door, it was like a new beginning. Couldn't explain it. I didn't know, but something was different. Um, I got myself together, walked over to the computer, turned on Facebook and on social media. There's this word keto. <laughs> I never seen this word, didn't know what it meant. And usually words don't pop up unless you've already searched something, you know, and being on this social media platform, I clicked on that and I, it was talking about weight loss and eating, you know, certain foods and along the list, you know, it starts going off at, you know, foods I like. And as soon as I got to the word bacon, I don't know, it just did it for me. <laughs> I just, if I can have this, <laughs> I said, we're good. <laughs> I said, we're good. I didn't need to read any further because as clear as day, I received what I prayed for. You know, there it was across the screen and bright lights and all. And I said, okay, I didn't go any further. I didn't question it. I printed it and I immediately went into my kitchen and gutted it took everything out. You know, I discovered that food was my best friend. That was my go-to. It didn't talk back. It didn't have attitude. It was always there. I was always comforted by it. And from that moment forward, I had to break up my relationship with food and understood that. And um, once I did that, it was full steam ahead. I was done with the excuses. I was a walking excuse for so long, blaming everything and everyone for my life the way it was. Didn't have that mental clarity, didn't have the spiritual enlightenment that I have now. I didn't understand that everything that I went through in my life was preparing me for something bigger that I had yet to even begun to understand when I didn't even know who I was. Um, you know, we spend our lives as a mother, a daughter, a wife, an aunt, um, a everything to everybody, but we put ourselves on the back burner and we let ourselves go. You know, I allowed my light to be turned off and my voice to be silenced and things were about to change in a way that I was not seeing or expected. You know, like you mentioned earlier, you know, when we go in on a journey like this, a, health, a healthy lifestyle, it's obviously about weight. It was for me. And that was all I focused on. Let me lose weight. Let me lose the weight. Let me do this. And, and I stuck to it. But what it was doing in the meantime, it was, I began to see things clearer. Um, mind was going in a bunch of different directions and I was gaining that confidence. Um, I was beginning to like me, you know, and that fork in the road, and it led to that fork in the road where I got to a certain point where I says, I'm ready to let him go. I was ready to let him go and, and for good this time. And once I made that decision, after I was already down uh, 50 pounds, I said, it's time to begin to let go of the things that are weighing me down. 
Because when you lose weight, you gain confidence, you begin to love you, you begin to set standards and, and um, expected a lot from me, not from anybody else, expectations from me and the standards that I had created. And I thought enough was enough and I'm done. And once I let him go, um, it was over from that point forward. It was this, I needed to do this a long time ago. I just wasn't ready to let go. I wasn't ready to let go. And um, once I made that decision and letting go of the anchors that were weighing me down, it was good to go. It was just, let me continue to work on me, continue to work on me. And, um, you know, at, at the same time, I understanding what was happening, what was happening to me spiritually, it was, oh my goodness, you know, I began to listen. I began to be still. I began to be obedient. And boy, it just, things were beginning to move for me from that point forward. Wow, that is amazing. And and you know what? I, what came up for me when I was going through my journey was that it's almost like flipping a switch in your brain that you're mm -hmm. no longer, you know, it's like the railroad tracks, how you can flip from one track to the other track, you know, it's like <laughs> you just decide in your mind that you're no longer going down that track that leads to, to death. Like the Bible says, choose this day. I put before you life and death, choose. <laughs> so you yes. have chose the life course. So how was that? How was that journey from then, from that fork in the road to where you are now? How how did that look like? What does that look like? Wow. It looks wonderful. <laughs> it feels amazing. You know, going from a woman who didn't have a voice, who was uh, a doormat that allowed people to walk all over her. And I had to understand that I trained that behavior. I taught people how to treat me by what I let happen. You know, it's very easy to point the finger at others and blame everybody else for everything going on in your life. But I had to seriously sit back and I thought, this is a two way street. You know, this both of us failed at some point. And it was it could have been easy to blame him. But I thought, no, I got to own up my responsibility as well. And owning it was huge for me. Um, and so once I let him go, I began to love me more, understood what I needed to do for me. And for the first time, asked myself what I needed to do, what made me happy. You know, I was working in the dental field for 30 years and I loved it, but it was no longer after my boss passed away, who was like my father, that changed. So now here I am liking what I do, no longer loving it. And I was no longer fulfilled. And what led me to where I am right now is I worked on what I was passionate about. I was passionate about helping people. Helping people made me feel really happy, really good about myself and really good for do, being able to do something. And, you know, understanding that my story has many faces, different names. We have so many commonalities that it doesn't matter if it's a man or a woman, we all go through these things. And I didn't want anybody to feel like they were alone like I did because I kept everything to myself, never spoke anything to anybody because I felt whatever happened in our home needed to stay in our home. I didn't tell mom, grandma, friend, nothing. I kept it all to myself. And I thought, what can I possibly do to help in some way, shape or form? And I thought, who am I? How can I possibly make a difference? And it was in the following that was happening on social media, 
on Facebook that I had no idea what was happening. I didn't realize people were following. I didn't realize how many people were crying out for help. And I thought, well, what do I do when you lose 140 pounds? You teach others how to do it. You teach others what you did so that maybe it will help them. And so from my journey, which Facebook was my journal, I journaled my entire stories on Facebook from when I started three years ago. And I started a group, you know, and that grew and grew into another group and to another group and to other social media platforms sharing my story. And in sharing my story, you never know who's listening. You never know what your words mean and what your story can mean to somebody else. And our stories are somebody else's compass, you know, it, 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 or guidebook, you know. Um, it allows them to see things that they thought that only they were going through. And that opportunity led to, you know, I've been blessed with a website. I've been blessed with being able to share my story in a book. Heck, I couldn't even write an essay in high school to save my life. And here I am <laughs> writing a book, you know. And so don't ever say you can't do anything and you're not meant to do anything. We're born with gifts and talents that only God gave us. And we need to, we owe it to ourselves to pay attention to that. Don't dismiss it as a silly idea. You know, it was planted a seed in your head for a reason. And um, we need to follow our spirit. I no longer say gut. I follow my spirit. And, and it's allowed me to have the book, like I said, and have all of these things available to help whoever wants the help. And in the hopes, in the hopes that it turns that switch on or creates a slight shift, even the slightest shift on in your mindset that will give you that little jump start that some need just to, I can do it. And in, in the hopes that they read my story, hear my story, you know, see it um, in just the before and after photos and anything. If they see something that will give them that change, that's all I can do. That's all I can do because I can't change anybody and I can't fix anybody. Those are things that must be done with self. And yeah, that's but it. You're, yes, but you're leading by example. And that's yes. what is really really important and you do one-on-one -on -one coaching too don't you I do I do um I that's available um you know via I even via the social media everywhere I'm at you know it's all I like it to be interactive if you have questions ask me um groups are there for information if you need help I'm very good at returning calls and comments on posts and things um but people need to reach out when they need it and understanding that they'll reach out when they're ready because you can't force somebody to change their life. Something has to happen within themselves where they reach the rock bottom to be able to receive the information and be willing to do the work. Because like I've always said, it's not easy. Nothing is easy, but it's worth it when you're, when you finally finish, when you're finally done, when you finally achieve that goal. But um, yeah, I, I love to coach. I, I love to do that and help, you know, that that's, I'm here for service. I'm, the rest of my life is that of service. And so I would love to help whoever wants the help. And I can attest to that. You do respond very quickly. <laughs> um, so this is the next question. So the future, what one thing are you doing regularly that your future self will thank you for? Mm. Wow. for loving me, 
for understanding the amazing woman that I am, the legacy that I'm leaving behind for not just my daughter and my granddaughter, but my granddaughter's children and her children's children, you know, that, that I did something. I didn't just sit on the sidelines and just hope that everybody changed and hope that this happened and hope that this happened. I prayed for things to happen and I took action. So um, loving me allowed me to do all of these things. And um, that's what I'm most grateful for is that I, I, I discovered that I loved me, that I, I'm worthy and that I deserve to be happy. And that led to the opportunities that I've been blessed with today. That is so important. Self-love mm-hmm. and future self-love because your 85-year-old self is looking back right now saying, thank you, thank you, thank you for getting that weight yes. off of you so that I could yes. be more spry, you know? Okay, very good. Now, Absolutely. here's another one. Yes, what, ma'am. what is the best wellness advice that you've ever gotten? The, oh my gosh, that's a great question. The best wellness advice in, in terms of my set for myself, correct? Mm-hmm. To not worry about what anybody else thinks or, you know, um, to, to do what works for me, find what works for me and go with it. Um, and when I heard that, I thought here, I'm trying to do all of these things because everybody else was doing it and it was working for everybody else, which is, you know, it's, it's an idea planted in your head. But finding the thing that worked for me and and make the tweaks necessary um, to go with the lifestyle that I had at the moment with my schedule and things like that, find what works for you and understand that this isn't a contest. This isn't a race. What may work for somebody may not work for me, you know, and so being patient with what I what I'm dealing with, um, but absolutely don't compare your story to somebody else's, you know. My chapter one is different from somebody else's chapter 10. And so going with that understanding it was the best advice I was given. Very good. I had an alarm that just came on, so I'm going oh. to edit that part out. Okay. But I think we did finish your, you did, we were able to finish your sentence. Let's see. Okay. okay. So now is the quick round. These are quick questions that just off the top of your head. Um, okay. And like a minute or less, good answer. Okay. Number one, what is the number one tip? you wish you had received when you were much younger? Oh, wow. Mm. Wow. To love myself. Okay. Very good. And what inner dragons have you had to slay? on your path to a healthy lifestyle? The voices of everybody telling me that I would never do it, that I would quit again, um, that nobody would care, that I was still, you know, invisible. Nobody would pay attention. Um, 
and that those voices were from the dragon of the ex-husband, that you would never amount to anything, that nobody will ever listen to anything you say or do. Nobody cares. That was wow. a dragon. Wow. Okay. And this is an easy one. How can <laughs> listeners connect with you? And do you have any like free gifts or anything online that people could join or anything like that? I, I do. I have my own website. Um, I was blessed with the website and it's makingeverythinggrand.com. And all my links are there for all of my um, social media platforms, um, keto programs that I have, um, tips, advice. Um, they can get information in regards to my book, Claiming My Soul. And what I do is um, for giveaways, I have, I just started a blog, uh, my web designer incorporated onto the site. And, you know, I'll ask a question. I, we actually just started it not too long ago. And I'll put up a question and I'll do this for a week. And whoever participates in it will get put into a drawing. And I have merch. So I'll either give away a ball cap with my logo on it. Um, mug, you know, things like that. So it's typically a mug or a cap that I give out. And so I will be doing that starting um, on Monday. So if you have comments, suggestions, or things that you would, answers that you would like to, to have an opinion on, or anybody who has purchased the books will go into that drawing. And at the end of the month, I'll just do an auto draw number from an app that I have here. And that will be a gift that I will be giving out a, a month. Thanks so much, Mary Elizabeth, for being our guest. It has truly been a blessing to speak with you. Everyone, go right over to makingeverythinggrand.com and connect with her. You can always find all of our guests and previous episodes at www.agevibrantlytips.com. And remember to like, subscribe, and share with 50 or 60 of your closest friends. And unless you die young, you will get old. So walk now or use a walker later. I'm Marcy Cody of MarcyCodyRN.com and that is all. Carry on. <laughs>